This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to the Light Minded Podcast with your hosts, Kylie and Beck, two clinical hypnotherapists who share a passion for mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Join us each week where we delve into topics that stretch our minds, create curiosity, and lead us to a life of personal growth and empowerment. Discover a whole new level of well-being as we interview like-minded individuals and dish out practical tools to help you elevate yourself to higher ground. Welcome to episode five of the Light-Minded Podcast. Welcome, hello. Today we have with us Debbie and Sedanta from Living Essence. And to give you a little bit of background about both of them, is that Debbie and Sedanta are neo-shamans of Living Essence in New Zealand. Uh, they're practitioners and teachers of quantum freedom therapy, fascia therapy, energy healing and sound healing, and parents of five beautiful children. Oh. So thank you so much for joining us both. Thank you. Uh, here today. Yeah, yeah. Kia ora. Thank you. And a little bit of, um, I guess, the best way to start it off is that I've experienced both your work, which is amazing. I've had one-on-one sessions, especially done a lot of work with Debbie specifically and some work with mm. Sedanta as well, mm. and did a little retreat, a day retreat with you both, which would have been a couple uh, of years yeah. ago now. Yes. Yeah, spring <laughs> equinox yes. retreat. Yeah, yeah. that's right. right. Akaroa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And... Also, I've done the, is it, was it the one, is it one day or two day? The QFT, QFT. Foundation course. Yes. Yes, it was early on in the piece. You were one of the first lot of students to go yeah. through probably like the second course or something. Yeah, and, second um, course. Yeah, that was when we were doing it in a, a one day format. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which was person. awesome. It was so beneficial to add to what we do as hypnotherapists. So it was kind Beautiful. of quite um, complimentary and I utilize it all the time so it's oh, fantastic um, and a little bit I guess about that specifically is well, how, how did you guys come to actually begin li- living essence where did that kind of originate from or how did you get into that well we've been uh, together as uh, beloveds um, for the past four and a half years and when uh, we met We both had a passion for the healing arts, uh, coaching, healing, and we wanted to merge our gifts uh, into an area for the community um, to come and uh, work with us. One-to-one, yeah. one, really. Yeah, if you want me to bring a little bit of story into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, get into it. <laughs> we, um, I was uh, doing a little bit of advertising on Facebook because I, uh, I was doing life coaching and uh, QFT was developing and um, she reached out on an advert that I did and she was thinking about more therapy for her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, can we get together and have a chat, meet her down the beach um, on, on the wharf in Brighton? And I realised she was quite wacky. She's out the gate and she's talking about the Lionsgate <laughs> portal opening and I'm like, wow, okay. So cool. good. And so then I cut to the chase and I said, what is it you want? And mm. she said, um, well, 
I'm a goddess and I want a beloved. And I'd like hit the fucking dick. Sorry, I hit the dick. <laughs> I was like, wow. There was no ego in it. Mm. She said it from a place of heart. And that was like, whew. So, yeah, we met there and then we, we were just friends for a while and we realised that we were both on this trajectory of, of healing and self-discovery and self-actualization and realisation. Mm-hmm. And so she was coming out of a... Uh, previous relationship that had its traumas and difficulties and I was also come out of my second marriage so I tell you what if you want to become a shaman just make a real mess of yourself first (laughs) and then then find someone to heal with yeah Yeah. don't you feel like Uh, that for most you know most people who work in this kind of line of work it's from experience like it tends to be in that space of so many learnings and discoveries about self yeah well you want to see a healer who's generally gone through something mm. you've gone through because yeah. a healer embodies something that um, they've healed within themselves so that mm. they have the codes to support you in your healing. Mm. Otherwise, they don't come from experience, right? So yeah, I'm sure. actually very grateful for all my, you know, pain and trauma and, um, you know, mental health issues and, you know, spending a lifetime of trying to heal all of those because now I have the awareness and the experience to support the community. Yes. So, and people know, want yeah. people to relate to. They do. Yeah. 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 Well, the only thing that really actually qualifies you to be a healer is that you've healed. Mm. Yes. Or let me back that up, is that you're healing. Healing. Yeah. So yeah, if you are healing, what healing. are you doing? Yeah. You're healing. Mm. <laughs> so if someone says, what do you do? And you say, well, I'm healing. Mm. I'm a healer. Yes. Yeah, you're healing yourself and you're healing others. Yeah. And that's that's the go. And you can – it's no different in the Matrix world where um, the greatest offering that people want to employ is your experience. Mm, yeah, that's so true. And I, like, I didn't, I didn't even know that story of how you guys met. Not that's many people so, do. That's so cool. Yeah. And yeah. you've got such a beautiful relationship as well. Just even like the listeners won't be able to see, but you sitting here so close to each other, and you're holding hands. Like, oh yeah, you're so, yeah. so beautiful. We don't all the time because we have five children that get in their way all the time, so we hardly ever hold hands. Oh, it's like the time is now. Just, yeah, you can feel the now. energy. It's so nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a big journey, but we were kind of like twins when we met. We were really interested in the same thing, mm. and so through that um, excitement of you know having similar, you know, souls and expressions of life, we thought, well, let's merge this into Mm. uh, not only a business but a lifestyle. And that's when Living Essence came about. And we um, had the opportunity to uh, study under our teachers, um, Christoph and Alea Melchizedek. Mm. And so we've been in a neo-shamanic school for the past three years. Mm. And so through that uh, starting point with us merging into the the world that we are now, we've really been able to kind of work together and then open up this pathway of living essence New Zealand and working as, you know, one-to-one healings and retreats and, you know, plant medicine um, facilitation and so forth. So Mm. it's kind of gone from, you know, a little idea to something huge now. And then within that, we've been able to heal ourselves on a very, very deep level and unify uh, ourselves as, you know, um, uh, you know, parents and uh, friends and beloveds. And we really feel it starts with us. Us first of, of really our home space, our children, 
and then moving that energy out to, mm. to the public because, you know, all healing starts from within. Yeah. You, look, you know, don't want to start healing everybody else unless we go inward first, you know, yes. really go to those deep layers and um, discover what's what, what 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 needs to be healed there. The more you help other people to heal, the more you realise you've got to heal yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really illuminate <laughs> yeah. something for yourself, I guess, along the way. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. I like that you say it's a healing journey. It doesn't just stop. Never At one stops. point you don't go, I'm healed. No. You know, it's a constant yeah. evolution, isn't it? Constant Anyone that thinks they go to a healer and, and then like, oh, yeah. I'm done. It's like, oh yeah. One session, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. just does not happen. It's like it, you start there and then you find a maintenance plan for your life. Mm, you yes. always need that supporting outside of your world set of eyes having a look for you. So uh, yeah, so yes. those blind spots, right? Sometimes yeah. that we don't see within ourselves that someone else can. And we're a multi-dimensional field. If we really look at what we are, we're yeah. an atom. Mm, you know, yes. an energetic atom that yes. has, you know, many, 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 many layers. Yeah. You know, the physical plane, the emotional plane the spiritual plane, mm. the astral plane. Mm. And so we've got all these levels of the field yes. that need nurturing. And, and most people don't know about how to nurture all those levels yeah. and how they get stuck in the physical body. And so that's when we look at, you know, people's uh, this lifetime. Mm-hmm. But what a shaman does is we look at multiple lifetimes as wow. well when that person's ready to untangle some of those, you know, um, chords, strings, contracts. And, yes. um, yeah, so so there's many ways of healing healing the body. And, and in our work, we're looking at all those different facets of, of healing, which then makes people feel lighter, happier, mm. and they're yeah, in more uh, of an uh, energetic opening to bring in what they truly want, what they truly desire, and what their intention is for this lifetime. Right. So that's why we go in to be a magnet to what we truly want in this lifetime. Mm. And so the more work you do on yourself, you end up having that reflection to the outer world. So, you know, it might be the your health, your abundance, your um, meeting your twin flame or your soul mm. partner. And, mm. and so working on yourself means that you can co-create that in your life. Yeah. It's pretty powerful, the sessions. Yeah, I mean, I've had phenomenal experiences Mm. that, yeah, just when you say out the gate, (laughs) it just reminds me of the session that we had together and you were talking about being out, like being out the gate. And you're like, no, no, you're going to get to the point where you're so far from the gate you can't see the gate. <laughs> and I've always used that terminology now, though, because it's like it's felt really humbling. So it's, it, when you start to find your people and everything as well, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like you're not so bothered by, I guess, um, all those standard kind of societal con- constructs that you can fall into all the time. Those um, are simply, um, you know, taking place in our experience of mm. it on the physical plane. Mm. You think a lot of people are dealing with emotions. Well, where do those emotions take place? Where do they actually exist? They exist in the emotional plane. Mm. It's not just in your body. It's in a multidimensional field. So if we look at our existence on all seven planes of nature, you have the physical body. Above that, you have the emotional body. Mm-hmm. Then you have the mental body. That makes sense because what is it that causes emotions? The mind. Mm. So that's where the mental plane is a little bit above the emotional plane because whatever happens in the mental plane will drop down into an emotion that then drops down into the body. Right. right. And then you above that have the astral plane. That's where the 
uh, archetypes live. Our gods and our religions and mm-hmm. our ideas and our superheroes and villains. Mm-hmm. They all live in there, including um, your unicorns and mermaids. Mm. But, you know, where do fairy, where does all this come from? comes from the astral plane. They exist. Mm-hmm. Dragons, all of that. Mm. Absolutely. You just need to have a peek into the astral planes. The plant medicines can take you there. Right. Cool. Okay, so you, that's where you get a little look. Yeah. And actually, what's going on? You see, we only perceive 0.0035% of the visual spectrum. That's not even 1% of 1%. That's insane, isn't it? Okay, yeah. so when we're not it's perceiving everything. So the shaman helps you to perceive far more of the spectrum. Right. Not all of it, but a lot more. So then you have the astral plane, then you have the template level where you're creating your world, where you're creating your experience. That's five levels up. Mm. So, for instance, you know, just just embarking on that as we peel back the layers. So recently, I've helped a number of clients see colour. So mm. I've had four people in the last few weeks say, "Oh my goodness, your hands are green." I say, "Yes, your eyes are now seeing the oh. auric field." Mm. And right. so they're going, "Your hands are green. The room's turning orange." Like aura, is auric, it yeah, yeah, the auric right. field yeah. now. This is available to everybody, mm. but sometimes we don't peel back the layers to see things, and so they're just absolutely amazed by having their, you know, consciousness uh, opened to Opening a place the where they can see their own sixth sense, which everybody has. Mm-hmm. Everybody I, has. Amazing. Can I ask yeah. you a question about that? Yeah. And this is from my own experience, is that I remember walking to the supermarket once and seeing, like, different colours above people and around them. And for us, it just sounds kind of just run-of-the-mill, like a normal day. And it really gave me insights to what was perhaps happening in those people's lives at the time. And it gave you kind of like that opportunity to be really compassionate because of, Mm. you know, you could tell the interactions that were happening, say, with the checkout operator and then the person, um, the customer, and perhaps what was going on in that customer's life and why they seemed a little bit down and they had like that darker kind of Mm -hmm. aura or energy around them. And then it disappeared, and I didn't have it again. And I was like, where's that gone? And I wanted it to come back, and it hasn't come back. Ah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, So so we we do a very good job of getting in our own way. We think that, you know, how, as soon as you bring in how, Mm, (laughs) now you're in trouble. Right. Yeah, because you're you're trying to work it out Mm. instead of just letting it happen. So the ego mind is coming in yeah. and starting yeah. to... I'm really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> the ego mind is a problem solver. Sometimes, yes. sometimes the mind takes over, and it's like a muscle. It has to be practiced. Right. So it's knowing how to open up all your energetic field and then um, allowing that space to open up and be curious with your eyes, curious with colour, and it's just a practice. Mm. So it's there. Like riding a bike. Yeah, it's just a practice. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, life is practice. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a big playground, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a, this is not the final show. No. This is just practice. Yeah. Ooh. And so, so yeah. yeah, for the real finale. Yeah. 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 Like, Can you tell yeah. us more about that? <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the Super? real finale? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're here right well, now. Here's the this thing. Is, this is, this the, is there real. is it, it, everything that is comes from that which is eternal. Mm. The, the eternity is primary. That which is comes from awareness. Because can you have objects without awareness? Yeah. Can you have an object without awareness? Well, yeah. I mean, we rely on our 
senses, don't, it? don't we? Our five if there's senses nothing to... there to sense the object, yeah. can the object exist? Oh gosh. Okay, so, so that's I feel a, like I'm my I'm racking my brain. I'm like, because so, no one can see me. Like, you know, so it's like my eyes are like rolling around. So this like is a, a little instance of what will, will happen if someone comes in and sits with me. Right. I'll try and help them lose their mind. Yeah. Do you see like what I mean? That. Like, you help someone lose their mind, then they're free. Yeah. And then all their problems are gone. It's so funny. I go, right, sorry. So after all that, I'll take them through a wee process. So what are your problems? They go, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. They seem to have gone. <laughs> it can be that simple, but yeah. we think it has to be complex. Mm. We just have to help someone. We just help each other lose our minds. It's that The mind is the only barrier. So you're yeah. just peeling away all the conditioning, all the beliefs, yeah. beliefs, it, yeah. programming. Can a thought have consciousness of itself? Can a thought have consciousness Does of itself? Does a thought have consciousness in and of itself? No. no. We're the awareness noticing the thought, That's right? That's right. Yeah. So are you your thoughts? No. The awareness. Can't, can't be. Yeah. You're just the awareness we're, we're, all the time. We're the thinker of yeah. the thought. Well, you are the witness to witness. even the thinker. Yeah. <laughs> Even the I think that witnessing is a, a good word, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And so, and, but that's not to take, and then someone would say, but what about the real world? Which I won't go too far into that right now. Like, you did already talk about the matrix. How do I do this in, in the real world? We'll just become more aware. Yeah. But we, we, what we are focused on is focus. Mm. How small focus is simply negating everything else. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. That's all focus is. You're just negating everything else. You're better off to have a broadband awareness and be oh. present to that. Mm. And that's key. And what does that look like just practically on a like a day-to-day sort of basis? Be present. Just be present. Be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And do uh, tell you another little short story. Uh, one of my clients whose father had taken his life, mm. um, has heard from him for a long time after the funeral, I heard from his uncle and auntie. They said, can you come and see him? He's just uh, gaming all night, sleeping all day. He's not looking after himself. We don't know what to do. So I went and sat with him. It was a difficult session, not so much for me, but I could tell for him. And so I said to him, "Uh, just humour me for one week. I want you to do everything for no reason. So for for no reason at all, everything all day. Mm -hmm. So when you get up in the morning, don't get up to go to work or just get up. If you decide to have a shower, just don't shower to get clean, to shower. If you decide to go for a walk, don't walk mm. to get fit. Just walk. Do it all for no reason. Be completely unreasonable. I'm speaking to the ego. The ego is, yeah, I could be unreasonable. Watch me. <laughs> I can see, I can see <laughs> things triggering off in my mind right yeah. now. Like. That, that, that's, that's what we want to be doing. And so he came back and saw me a week later. I opened the door. He had cut his hair, shaven his face, and got a job. Mm. Wow. After one week, I said to him, I didn't tell you to get a job. Why'd you get a job for? He said, for no reason. Oh, my gosh. See, we we have this idea that we say everything happens for a reason, but I've seen that hurt people immensely. Mm. When people have had incredible tragedy in their life, and Mm. they go, oh, but everything happens for a reason. That doesn't make me feel any better. No. Right? So I say, what if everything's happening for no reason? Right, okay. Ah. Look at it, at the universe. Why is it doing what it does? 
Yeah, it's almost like flipping it on the head. It's like a dance, right? Mm. Why do we dance? Do we dance to get to the end of the dance? No. No, we just dance for dance sake. Yeah. And what does it bring us? Joy. Yeah, just dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so do you believe we have kind of like um, soul contracts and things like this in life? Oh, this my life? gosh. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, the soul that enters what I call the meat sack. Yeah. So the soul, uh, before it gets earthside, mm-hmm. you know, chooses its family. It knows exactly the mum, the father. Mm-hmm. So it really knows what's, what it's coming in for. Yes. It knows the ancestral line. It knows what's happened uh, with mum and dad, and it says, I want those two. Mm. Okay. But the souls also come from other planets. Mm-hmm. It's come from other star systems, and it's also had an experience potentially on this earth many, many times before, which if you believe in incarnations, mm. that's also come in. Now, the soul can come in with contracts, mm-hmm. um, karma, that's outside mm-hmm. of ancestral karma. So a soul can have um, past life karma, uh, karma to source, can have experiential karma, and it can create karma. So so souls come in here with a certain amount of karma. That's why they have quite, sometimes people, you know, souls have heart, heart life. Yes. Mm. Because they've incarnated with a density, yes. I call a density already in their soul Mm. and then if they've had any soul entanglements with other souls potentially to resolve they will meet those souls again in this lifetime Mm. to resolve so a lot of your close friends a lot of your partners or children (laughs) have connected in other lifetimes and you've come back to resolve that karma and that's past life karma now souls also have especially a lot of our new souls so both of you are starseed souls your indigo souls. That's what we're, yeah, that's what we were talking about before yeah. we arrived. Yeah, I didn't so know what it was. In the early, um, you know, the early, you know, 1940s, 1950s, uh, the, you know, um, higher realms, let's call it, uh, knew that the earth needed a shift in consciousness, which just means it needed a shift to take place. Mm-hmm. And so they sent. Uh, down to the earth, a lot more indigo souls and starseed souls, and there there were three different types of contracts to these souls, mm-hmm. which was an indigo one, an indigo two, and an indigo three. Now, I'm only sharing this story is because I've had to work very, very hard on my soul contract because I took mm. one of the hardest contracts on, mm. which was the indigo three. Now, the indigo ones are the earth workers. They do a lot of healing on the land, on the whenua. Mm. So people who, you know, want to clean up the earth. They want to, um, uh, you know, work on on farming. They want to work on, uh, you know, changing water. That They have a real need, this, this aspiration to help the earth. Okay, mm, but they're born into it. They just know. And generally mm. your soul knows by the age of two, three, four, five, or, you know, throughout their life, they go, I really want to do this. I know I'm meant to hear I know I'm meant to be here for this reason. Mm. So the indigo ones were, were the earth workers, the earth grid workers, the indigo twos are the teachers and healers. So you two are, you know, the teachers and healers. So we've had 
you know, in the last, you know, nearly 100 years now, all these healers mm. come on the earth because we needed to change humanity as a whole. Yeah. So we came through with a sixth sense, mm. okay? So the, the, the indigo souls came through a higher dimension. They came through the sixth dimension. A lot of the other souls, which are our parents and their grandparents, came through the third dimension. So they're a different shift. You think about your grandparents mm. yeah. and how different they are to you guys, right? Yeah. Different generations. Now we're talking the generational shift. So some of our parents, they're just not going to think like us. Yeah. They don't. You go, well, they, that's just not their template, right? Mm. It's not their conditioning or programming because they're different souls. Okay. Mm. Yeah. No one's better, but they're different. Yeah. Yep. So we've had all this, you know, huge shift. We, we need it, right? Like the world's needing mm. support. And so we've got yeah, all these okay. indigo souls yeah. now that are on the earth. Um, so the indigo twos are the um, uh, the uh, healers and teachers. And then the indigo threes uh, came through the very heavy contract of polarity. So um, they came through more the ADHD, um, kids with autism, on the spectrum, uh, they have quite an inner battle with themselves. Um, right, yeah. And so you'll see a number of children of these days, which are the indigo threes, mm -hmm. uh, who have high polarity. So they're still healers, very, very tuned in, mm. but very, very connected to the spiritual world, but find it very hard to ground. So those bottom three chakras. The wounded healer. The wounded healer. And so I was an indigo three, which led me on this path of healing mm. from a very young age. But from a very young age, I had horrific fear. Um, yeah. mental health issues from, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, nearly left the planet at 12. Mm -hmm. Not because of my parents or the conditioning of my ancestors, because my soul was like, Where, what have I landed on yeah, this earth? Yeah. Um, so my internal soul was struggling all the time. So I went on this journey of, of healing and just finding people from all around the world because there was something in me that knew that well, I'm meant to help heal the world, but I needed to heal myself because I just every day was very vulnerable, you know, a lot of tears, a lot of uh, up and down emotions. And I was like, this just can't be right. And so um, what was, the, what was the pivotal change or the pivotal realisation to make that shift? Mm. Um, it happened probably a few years ago, probably after I'd gone through a, a really – Mm. Um, you know, toxic marriage. Um, and then I started to work with um, our, our teachers, um, Christoph and Alea, who, uh, and with uh, the plant medicines, I was actually able to um, feel uh, this indigo three soul. And I learned about it. Wow. So over a couple of years, once I'd done all my ancestral healings, it was then to work with the soul. And um, through a couple of retreats, we realized uh, what the Indigo 3 was. And the Indigo 3s also came through with two souls. And that's the polarity. So we didn't have one, we had two. And mm. so one was um, from the uh, Nephilim uh, race and one was from the Orifim uh, race. And so um, we, uh, in a, a ceremony at it came apparent um, while we were actually trying to work with another colleague of ours who has ADHD. They were giving him a healing, and then I started to kick off. 
He and was I felt indigo three as well. He was an indigo and three. Another oh. facilitator was an indigo three at the same time. So, Chris so three of us was doing a, a healing at the end ones. of a plant um, oh. medicine retreat, and I was like, oh, oh. And I started crying like I did when I was a kid. Really? And, and I could feel the two in my chest. And, um, yeah, we, we tidied that up with a very, very powerful healing, and I felt it leave. And uh, went up through my crown and went back to um, its place for healing, and we embodied the the aura from soul. And since then, I've I've been very, very uh, stable, um, grounded, mm. and don't have any wavering in my field. Yeah, she became so a lot I more became, masculine be, as well. I became, <laughs> became a little bossier, but I, I basically, but that was to do with the karma because I completed my contract. Right, it was done. I, I, I've worked so hard, you know, and that. No, oh, now I get emotional. Oh, oh. There you go, darling. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, a when I met her, she was doing yeah, it. Yeah, it was a really yeah. big journey. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <sighs> And this yeah, is good. So this is what we encourage when we really yeah. feel shifts and you know it and how powerful it is. And I feel for a lot of humanity and what people are going through. Yeah. You know, there's so many um, people struggling with mental health and yes. not understanding this component. Mm. You know, we see it as in this person's got depression, this person's got anxiety, this person's got ADHD, this person's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and we're we're living in such a dense realm. Yes. But when we get to this point, and, and I've worked, you know, 38 years of very hard contract, at the same time I've been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been awesome, but the soul knows, you know. And so, um, you know, that, that put my hand up to, yep, I'll do anything I can to feel better. I'll do anything I can to feel better has led me on this beautiful journey of, of healing that aspect. It's just an aspect of myself. It's, it's coming and, into yeah. full integration. You know, what she's talking about is yeah. what I was saying before, the multidimensional layers of our, of our being. Unless yeah. you heal all six, the, the, the divine plane is divine. We don't need to fix that. Mm. <laughs> but there are all six of the other layers of our field which correspond to our chakra system, Mm. If we, we, we need to treat them all like a balancing act. They mm. all need to be beautiful. Once they're all beautifully balanced, you know, you, you think <laughs> yeah, about scales. if you're balancing your emotions, then the emotional plane is balanced in mm. your experience. If you're balanced in your mind, it's, it's, it's bringing the masculine and feminine principles, yeah. the logic and the magic, marrying them together. Mm. You, yes. You've got to have both. The logic and the magic. The logic and the magic. A lot like of people that. out in this That's world so cool. are logicians. I call them logicians because they're just logical. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but oh. there's, there's a space for magic. Yes. It must be. It has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's the and masculine and feminine principles. Marry them together on all seven levels. When you talk about contracts and that contract completing. Yeah. I chose it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. We all, we all okay, choose we it. Okay, we choose it all. Yes. So I went, oh, we yeah, forget, there's, right? there's earth. I'll choose the hard contract probably because I can, because I can get through it. Okay. So mm. I take full responsibility. It's not saying poor me. Okay, poor me. I'm. I've. This is my life, and I. But I'm like, okay. I take responsibility. Then I take responsibility yeah. for healing. Now, when you take responsibility for yourself, yeah. your consciousness goes. And go right. I've got to do this. No one else is going to do it for me. Mm, yeah. Okay. I've got to face my fear. What's behind fear? Love. Yeah. Okay. Like when we you face your fear, we've got to move through the fear, and then face love. 
And then, yes. we, then we return to love because that's all the soul returning is, is returning yeah. our consciousness to our original DNA imprint, blueprint, mm. which is unconditional love. Yeah. It's God. Yeah. We are a blueprint of God and all we're doing is defragging our system to return to unconditional love, which is our birthright. With the contracts, do you want me to make a little bit of clarity for oh, what contracts are? Oh, when I um, so when I ask a question around contracts, is do yep. you or could you shed some light around? We all come into this life with different contracts, right? Yep. Are they all needed to be completed in this lifetime, or is it a, a kind of that evolutionary? side of things where we evolve into other lifetimes and we take some of those contracts with us mm. because it's not completed here, so we have mm. to complete it somewhere else. When you or, understand that a contract is simply an exchange of energy, right? Okay, yeah. then yeah. it can be anything you want it to be. Okay. You can have contracts that work really well for you, but that what we tend to have done because we've cycled around so many lifetimes is we've picked up contracts. Here's an instance. If you've ever stolen, mm. it's a contract. Oh, okay. Okay, because yeah. the debt has to be paid. Right. So there's some sort of karma there now. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's you have created a contract because you thought, oh, I'll just take this and everything's fine. Mm. The universe does uh-huh. abhors a void. <laughs> it's got to be filled. Mm. Uh, interesting. Okay. So that's a, we can bring everything back to nature. Nature has all the clues. Everything is about giving and receiving, right? Yeah. yeah. Masculine and feminine. Yeah. Once again, you're bringing those principles together. You can't steal from one without mm. it affecting the other. Right. Yeah. And so when, if you stole in a previous lifetime, you've created a contract that needs to be paid off. Now, sometimes you might have a bit of debt from a previous life. You come in, <laughs> you've, you've got debt. Like, you know, uh, you're paying a, a direct credit in your bank. Mm-hmm. Have you ever overpaid a direct credit? Yes, yes. Yeah, right? Mm. That's karma that can be cleared. You stop and you get your money back. Oh, mm. sorry, I've overpaid you. Mm. We go through our life, we're so unaware of our contracts mm. that we're paying debts that's already been paid off. We're acting in a way to try and pay off a sole contract that's already paid. Right. That's the karma we can clear as shamans. Ah, uh, okay. We can only clear karma that can naturally be cleared because it's already paid. Right. But if you've done something in a previous life that's put an imbalance in the universe, mm. you've got to write it. Mm. Yeah. It's all you. It's all about responsibility. And it's gathering mm. those learnings and lessons yeah. and not falling victim to circumstance, taking that responsibility. Right. Yeah. And then you've kind of got that. I always think of paths, right? I always see paths in my it's mind and it's mm. like, well, what paths do you want? <laughs> yes, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> what path do you want to walk mm-hmm. down? Yeah. And, you you know, ultimately you get to choose. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's where, like, your question was about, mm. you know, contracts. Do we come in with contracts? Yeah. Yeah, guaranteed. Like, if you were here, you've yeah. got contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you'd be off the planet. Yeah. You'd be on to the next, the next thing. Be too easy. You yeah. don't make it easy being on this planet. If, if life was too easy here. Well, this is like a bit of a school, isn't it? It's yeah. the toughest yeah. school. In, yeah. It's it the toughest school. gig in town. <laughs> the toughest school. It is the toughest it school. Is, it's the, the densest um, school to learn in. Yes. So um, you know, to give you an idea, um, we have a story which is mythology is there because it carries truth. So when you look at the story of Adam and Eve, it said when they ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, mm. their eyes were open and they saw that they were naked. Mm. Okay? So how were they seeing each other in the first place? Right. Okay. It said their eyes were open and they saw they were naked. 
But prior to that, God had made everything good. Yeah. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that fruit being judgment. It's not an apple, by the way. It's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ate of judgment. They judged each I other. See. I see. And that opened their eyes. What happened is they dropped out of the etheric realm into the physical. Their eyes, they were seeing with this eye. Oh, the first it. eye. I don't call it the third eye. It's the oh, first eye because it's union. It only sees one. It only sees good. Oh, right? Okay. And then their eyes were opened because they judged the creation. Oh, we're naked. Bro. Oh, that's bad. Oh, shit, God's coming. Let's jump in the bush. Mm. And so God Bro. did no judging. We did. We've okay. done all the judging. So if you want to undo your karma, stop judging. How would you say that people take steps towards being less, being less in that side of judging? How would we judge all the yeah, time? Yeah, hundred percent. I catch myself in it yeah. often, and I'd almost consider myself then to be not a judgmental person. I'm like, okay, cool. You just like judged a certain circumstance. What would you suggest to the steps to perhaps mm. maybe um, reframe that to compassion or yeah, to to, to not judge is to fully accept. Yeah, acceptance. Full acceptance. Yeah. Radical. 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 Yeah. Acceptance clears all karma. Right. Okay. Is it just like a muscle that you have to keep? It is. You know, so like you just turn on the switch or something? It's a reprogramming. This density. Yeah, is, uh, it's, it's a, a tough reprogramming because we've been heavily programmed and yeah. then we can't wait for others to do it. No. You just download an app or something for it? <laughs> That's well, how we like you it. can create it, yeah. 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 Like a little reminder to go off on your phone yeah, and stop yeah. judging. Yeah. Oh, it is. Literally, it's, it's a that. practice every mm. day. It's a silencing. It's being aware, yes. right? Yeah. It's your awareness to the, the vomit that we speak, all the yeah. thoughts in our, in our head. The, and then we've, we, it's, it's this, this inner world. You know. I said to one of the children one time, because we have five children, I said to Chelsea, um, she's 10 um, tomorrow, and I said to her, because um, she's being really hard on herself, I said, try not to judge um, for just the next minute. And she goes, that's easy. I said, you just judged. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. See? So it's, it goes back to that witnessing. Yeah. Witnessing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then getting people like from if we go right back, mm-hmm. I would get a, I would first of all, you know, look at the you know helping people heal, and that's where kind of we come in with our practice, mm. and that's rewiring some of the trauma in people's bodies to yes. actually feel good about themselves. Mm. If someone's solar plexus um, chakra is got no energy running in it, they're not going to have the capacity to even have awareness because they don't feel good about themselves. They constantly repeat, if I don't I don't love myself, I feel mm. fat, I've got no boundaries, I'm I'm, you know, I'm I don't feel worthy of myself. So to get to that point of judgment, we've got to come right back to the core wound mm, yes. that's sitting in their field from when their mother said, you know, you're not good enough, or the father abandoned them, you know, when they were eight or nine. Yes. So unless we get to the mm. core root, 100%. so part of our job yeah. and our mahi and and, and our our um you know, especially my passion is to get to that core because if we get to the core, pull out the density and bring an unconditional love, mm. we then rebuild the physical form, yes, the, the emotional form and the mental body. Restructure and the then operating system. suddenly they go, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. No more aware. Yeah. I don't even need to judge because why? Because they feel good about yeah. themselves. And so then they start to love others, right? Correct, it's, because yeah. they, that they're in abundance, that they're actually in full... Overflow. Overflow. Yeah. So why would you? You don't need to. You're just in, in heart. Mm, You're yes. actually in heart coherence. Mm. Humanity is still stuck in the third density, which yes. is the solar plexus. Mm, it's right. I, 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 I. That's the core And what we want to do is, is, is heart, heart, heart coherence, which is expansion. Mm. So Fourth. this is why we, as healers, yeah. you, 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 me, are allowing people to merge up to their heart space. Mm. Yes. Because if, imagine if the whole world was was in, in heart coherence. Mm. Wow. Yes. Well, with there's that yeah, uh, right. happening right now. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's that quote that goes, um, the longest journey you ever take is from your head to your heart. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've been, that's been coming up so much for me lately. I just keep hearing it. Like, mm. But that's so true. And I, perhaps it's that reflection of what is going on in the world at the moment as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, this, it is incredibly unsettled. And, yeah, and, and our, it, our base chakra has been knocked, you know, yeah. and that, that's where we feel safe, uh, grounded, supported, certain. And at the moment, you know, in the past few years, that base chakra, which sits between our, um, you know, legs and anchors us into the earth, is fractured. So how are people going to feel safe in themselves if, mm. if, you know, if, if they've got trauma sitting in their base chakra? It's constantly off. Yes. So, um, and that's back to ancestors. That's mm-hmm. back to what happened in our ancestral lines. It's what happened has happened to the child in the first few years of life. And then guess what the world's doing? It's tapping on the fracture. So it's constantly going, I feel unsafe. The world feels unsafe. Yeah. You feel unsafe. So it's just this constant vibration, energetic vibration happening for them, and they don't know why. Mm. So we've got to track back to where, where the root cause is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have that wound, do you notice, Debbie, keep pointing to the solar plexus, mm. talking about the core, and that that's where our core wound sits in our solar plexus because it's about what happened oh, to me. Mm. Why is this happening to me? Why did they leave me? This is all me. Yeah. Solar plexus. But how close is it to the most important chakra you want to have functioning? Yeah. It's right next door to the heart. Mm. You're right there. The wound is right there. So if the wound is right, if you can heal that, done. Yeah. Just get, People just need to have the courage to want to heal. Not ashamed. Mm. Yeah, why? Why? It's we. And there is we so just need to shame, reframe healing because mm. people, so people we know that think it's really cool and tough to say, oh, I don't need to do that nonsense. I don't need to heal. It's like ah, oh. mm. and then they're stuck in their. They're going to be stuck in their karmic cycle. Yes. that is going to keep coming back over and over and over. Well, those uh, lessons will just continue repeating Th- right? until they're yeah. kind of. Closed. And it's, it's generational. You know, I think the big thing is for parents is saying if you heal yourself, your children aren't going to have to do the healing for you, you know, because you're carrying 30% of your parents' DNA, 30% of your grandparents' DNA. So are your children. So if you heal yourself, it means that the three generations down isn't going to have to do the work that you didn't choose to do because they hold the energetic binds, contracts that that are in your field. And Mm. the biggest shift we've seen by us going deep in the last few years is our children. Yeah. They're just, they've just the shift shifted. The happens in our kids by us And we don't well. have to do anything. We so just powerful. heal ourselves, right? Yeah. And this is the passion about living essence. And what we do is we want to see that 
families heal. Mm. You know, individuals activate their light to then yeah. heal their you children. Heal the That's how you heal the collective. Well, yeah, the collective. That's what we really yes. like. Yeah. We read yeah. that earlier and we're like, wow, that's so powerful, being able to heal yourself individually and how that impacts on the collective. Like, how does that even work? Well, that's powerful, right? When yeah. you know that if you heal yourself, you've done all you can possibly do as a soul yeah. to heal the collective. Because there's lots of conflict, obviously, happening in the collective at the moment. And so it's it could be quite a useful conversation just to think about what yeah. we can do at an individual level to mm-hmm. kind of mm. help to heal the, yeah. the planet right now, the right? The hardest thing, for, again, it comes back to radical acceptance. Mm. See how much have we been pulled into the narrative because we didn't agree with it. There you go, and your solar plexus again. I don't agree with that. Mm. And so we start right. resisting it. The only thing that creates pain is resistance. Mm. Otherwise, it's just a sensation. Right. People have asked me, why are we even here? I say, you're here to sense. It's very obvious. <laughs> it's like you've got six senses. You're here to experience <laughs> the six senses, right? That's why yeah. I say, if you want to be honest to someone, when they say, how are you? Mm. You say, I'm sensational. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. That's so good. You're sensing. Every, and that's how you become more present. Well, that's how we decipher whether we are safe when we walk into any environment, right? It's yeah. using all of those sensory expressions. Mm. Yes. Yeah, if we look at the world collectively, right, if we've got a war within ourselves, what are we reflecting to the world? Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, so mm. we could not to negate what's happening in the world, mm. but if you were going to, you know, give funds to a certain group, that might go towards a particular situation, but you go home and you repeat the same conflict within your home. Yeah, you are then gonna that energy is gonna be reflective to the world because you're reflecting your pain, which is then a mirror to creating pain in the world. Mm. What's yeah? the difference between World War One and going to war with your partner? What's the difference? Uh, World War Two, World War Three, World War Four, whatever. What's the difference between a collective war mm. and you going to war with another human being? It's all just conflict, isn't it? It's just a, it's just a matter of scale. Mm. And in the grand right. scheme of the universe, what's scale? That, that, that doesn't mean anything because yeah. the universe is infinite, mm. and so any conflict is conflict. Yeah. Like the drop of the ocean. It has all the information in the drop that's in the ocean. It's just a matter of scale. So that conflict or that side of whether it be conflict within or conflict with a partner or conflict within a war, it still comes back to... It's the same energy. It's just a matter of scale. Right. So that's why there's no point in trying to fix what's outside of you. Mm. when the only thing you know you can truly heal is what's inside of you. And that will be kind of that domino effect, that reflection. Yes, because you're not playing the game anymore. Mm. You're one less person creating the conflict, which is a triumph. Yeah. That is where you go from being the the victim to the victor. You see, there's only two kinds. Oh, the victim to the victor. Did you talk about that the other day? Did Uh, I hear you say Yes, yeah. Mm. The victim is... um, See, there's two kinds of love. There's defeated love and unconditional love. Okay? Defeated love is when a condition comes along and the love stops. Mm. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. A condition happens and the love stops. Right. That's defeated love. Unconditional love, no conditions stop the love. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. We talk about unconditional love, but we actually don't know what it is. It just means in spite of any condition, it doesn't stop. So that's what we call victorious love. Because mm. it overcomes every time. Mm. A condition can't stop it. But if you have a condition that stops your love, so how's the best way to change the conditions around you? Just don't stop loving. It's, yeah. it's unconditional love all the way. Yeah. And going back to that conflict piece before I wrote down a quote earlier, which was around um, if you desire peace, you must also embody peace. Yeah. Right? Completely. Mm. So it's all about that mm. embodiment coming back to, like you say, mm. unconditional love. And what is peace? Source. It's just yeah. pure acceptance. Yeah. You, you're accepting everything when you're in peace. When you're happy, how accepting are you? More. Mm. Like super accepting. Yeah. So sure. how's, how's a good way to hack that and be happy? To be happy. How do you hack the system to be happy? Again, it's just, just accept. Right, yeah. And then happiness Presence. has to be there. Yeah. Oh, so where have I heard this before, but it was because I was watching your video this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm kind of visualising at the moment that that scale of consciousness, which perhaps the listeners aren't super necessarily aware of it, but when we're talking about different, we're, we're just different words organs. that we've used throughout, like willingness and mm. love and Courage. peace. It's like it's you're working your way up that chart yeah. mm. in yeah. terms of how your body and everything's going to radiate you. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I encourage people to become very risky. Risky. Yeah, it's very risky to come and sit with me because I'll jump all over your ego <laughs> and destroy it, and then you're free. I'm going to book in again. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, and, but I do that out of love. Yeah, right. I do it because I love you. Yeah. And because if I don't love, then there's no point in me doing anything. Mm, right. And of course, if I don't love that person, then what are they doing in my practice? I have to love them. Mm. Yeah. My, my goal is, to say, is for them to be free. The you want to be risky. You see, people talk about trust, trust issues and all that. And I yeah. say, well, what is trust? And it's so funny. People go, oh. The, my favourite answer is when people say trust is when someone says they're going to do something and they follow through with it. And I'm like, oh, no, that's naivete. That's not trust. It's just being naive. Trust is risk. Right. Think about it for a second. Yeah. Trust is risk. So how can anyone? Yeah, well, of course, trust yeah. is risk. Yeah. yeah. So when you say, yeah, because I... you take risk. Yeah. Totally. It's like that trusting exercise where you're like, you fall back and you trust that the person behind you is going to catch you. You know, Which there's a risk risky. in that because there you go. they might not catch you. Well, that's, that's like, I guess that comes back to almost the idea of being here yes. as a human is that we have to trust in whatever the journey brings, exactly. and that's risk. You took yeah. the risk to yeah. be here. Mm. There's risk in everything. 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 Crossing yeah. the road. Yeah. Everything we do is risk. So what's the greatest risk you can ever take? To love? Yes. Nailed it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't even, like, so, didn't even feel really saying that. We're weird. here to create, and we're here to do what we love. Someone said right. to me, how do I change my life? Yeah. Just do what you love every day. Yes. Yeah. And people go, really? I'm like, no, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Take the risk. We're, we're here to create, so you yeah. create what you want to create, but people don't know that creation can create what that to make them truly happy. Mm. Most people are unhappy because they're in the wrong relationship. They're not loving fully. They're not yeah. creating, you know, the job that they want because they don't trust 
that, that that'll bring them yes. joy. The yeah. greatest risk is love. That's why they call yeah, it falling in love. love. Yeah. <laughs> right. They call yeah. it falling in love because it's risky. That falling you were talking about. Mm. Yeah. What's going to catch you? Well, the funny thing is love. Yeah. 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 I love that. <laughs> That's so beautiful. That that, so good. I like that. Yeah. This year we're all just fizzing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> this has been an amazing I feel like conversation. Turn into a two hour, three hour conversation. I knew that this would happen. <laughs> so That's the good. Thing. There's so much There's so that we much. can cover. There's so much. Yeah. 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 Life is a long conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, we're so grateful to have you both yeah. come in and Thank chat you. with us and share your wisdom and your knowledge. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention before we wrap up or how people can find you and. Yeah, well, we've got a beautiful practice in uh, Christchurch and Parklands, and we work online, and we work um, from home one-to-ones, and then we've got resources now for people to buy courses, so that oh. if they're wanting to uh, embody and learn something for their family, um, that they can do that online, or very affordable, um, and... Uh, and they can take it as far as they like. Yeah, you know, as far as they like, certification really. and all that as well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, you know, we just take people on healing journeys. Um, ultimately, we want, we are healers uh, hoping to help more people become healers. Yeah. We, that we all are a healer. Mm. It's just waking up the healer in us all. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, we have to do this together. Yeah. And so the, the, my union is coming back to take the risk, <laughs> <laughs> step out and heal yourself. Yeah. And just. Give it a go and see what happens. Take full responsibility for your own healing mm-hmm. and watch humanity change in your to all men, your very eyes. Exactly. To all women. Yeah. Um, to have the courage. The courage, yeah. The courage of your heart. And mm. I'm talking to all of you out there. Yeah. Um, men and women, uh, so that you can do it for yourselves, mm. um, your relationships, your family and your children. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then that ripple effect yes. goes through humanity mm. and then you'll see a shift promise you'll see, you'll see a shift in your life yeah. 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 Mm. thank you so much it's been so incredible it's I've loved it so I've loved every minute so I want to stay longer Busy. but hey I'm sure that we'll have you both back at some stage yeah, yeah. delighted to come amazing. back again thank, you, yeah. thank you for inviting us yeah so amazing nice yeah. cool thank you, thank you. From our hearts to yours, lead your life with light. And if you enjoyed this, spread the word, sprinkle some kindness, share with your friends and follow the journey. You never know, it might just help a loved one.